Are you about to have your first holiday after being divorced? If so, it's natural to feel sad and even lonely. However, wouldn't you like to overcome those feelings and have a special holiday that warms your heart? In this episode, I share tips to help you create beautiful new memories that can make your holiday joyful. Changing your focus will give you the freedom to do things for yourself and others this holiday season. I'm Dr. Lisa Summerauer, and I'm here to help you live your life your way because divorce is not a destination. Hello, hello, hello. Well, it is Thursday. I am happy to be back in my office. I'm glad you can't see it because it's a mess. Um, I literally had to run out to the trunk and get my luggage because all my headset, my microphone and everything was still in the car from, I've been traveling for a little over a week. So it's good to be back home. I am Dr. Lisa. This is Divorce Is Not A Destination. It is the podcast that also goes with my program. And I work with women who are in high profile positions to help them work through things that are, are hindering them after their divorce. So I know that they are looking for community support and confidentiality. And that's what happens in my uh, program that they're able to work through. I work with them on getting their lives aligned with their, their virtues, their values, and their faith. I work with them on learning to communicate confidently with clarity. And to the big one for, for me anyway, was learning to trust yourself again, learning to trust that you're able to make healthy decisions for yourself and, and your life. And that is what the program is about. And this podcast, Divorce is Not a Destination, is here to give you some insight and to get wisdom from those of you who are here. And we talk about a little of everything because just because you're going through a divorce or you have been through a divorce doesn't mean that the rest of your life isn't having the same experiences that everybody else is having. So some of the things that we talk about apply to everybody. And some things might be a little more specific, like tonight's show, which is about not letting divorce ruin your holidays. And man, um, going through a divorce is one thing. Going through a divorce um, while you're dealing with holidays has got to be a whole nother level of, of angst for some people. And even if the divorce happened earlier in the year, something happens when we get closer to the holidays. And you start realizing, wow, this is not something I was thinking about in January or February. But now you realize you have all of these traditions and um, habits and customs that you have been doing for years for some of you. And now it's going to look a little different this year. So I wanted to do this. I had actually had this schedule for next week. And then I realized it was right in the week of Thanksgiving. So I wanted to do this. A little bit earlier so I flopped now just the FYI next week and let me do something while we are here right now um, next week we will be on I'll be doing the show on Wednesday next week so we won't be here next Thursday because it is Thanksgiving so the show will be next Wednesday and if you can't join me on Wednesday uh, you can get it in the replay like some of you will get here. So I always appreciate those of you who jump in and catch this on the replay. I also have it streaming. So if you listen to Spotify or Apple or all, all of the different places where you would listen to um, stream, stream music or podcast, uh, my podcast should be available there as well. And they're on my YouTube channel, Live Empowered. 
and you can go there and you will actually get the video where when you do the streaming, obviously you're only going to get the audio. So when we're talking about this, the holidays, especially if this is your first holiday after going through a divorce, um, I hope you've taken some time to just really assess how you're feeling. Um, how are you coping with everything and, and give yourself, show yourself some grace if you are thinking that you're doing really, really good. And then all of a sudden you have a day or a period of a day or a few days, a week or more where you just feel sluggish again. You just feel like, okay, I thought I was dealing with this really well and I had put it behind me and I was coping. And now I don't feel like I, I've got a firm grip on this anymore. That's pretty much normal. Um, if you've gone through a divorce uh, or even a separation, if you weren't married, but you were with someone for a long period of time, if you were with someone and you are, were raising children with them, um, your experiences are going to be slightly different and it can't necessarily be measured in time um, because you can't put the intensity on a time grid. So you know what the intensity was and how, how it's affecting you emotionally. But if this is your first holiday that is going to be separated from what you have been doing in the past with your partner, your husband or wife, um, I want to just give you some tips on things that you can do. Um, cause one of the, one of the things that makes holidays so wonderful is just being able to spend it with people that you really care about and people that mean a lot to you and being able to focus on what the holiday actually means to you. So I think the first thing that I would say is really sit down and take some time to be with yourself by yourself and ask yourself, what, what do the holidays mean for you? How do you want your holiday to feel? Um, what do you want to be able to experience for yourself during this holiday? And I, I want I want you to get into that mindset as opposed to you thinking about all the things that you aren't going to have this holiday because it's different. Yeah, it's going to be different, but different doesn't have to be bad. It doesn't mean that it's going to be a, a bad holiday or it's going to be worse. It's just going to be different. And so if you can figure out what is it that is going to make you feel good this holiday, what do you want for yourself? Start creating sort of a vision, a plan, um, <clears throat> so that when you do have these times of it feeling challenging or you start feeling alone or lonely, whatever it is for you, you have something to go back to and say, wait a minute, this is what I wished for myself for this holiday. Am I on point with that happening? Is that what's happening? Or am I now slipping into feeling bad because I don't have what I had in years past? you may end up with something much better. You just have to give yourself room to, to do it. So you can look at things like celebrate your independence. And some of these things may seem kind of trivial, but um, honestly, your independence is an awesome thing. You don't have to, <laughs> you don't have to check with anybody about pretty much anything you want to do this holiday. So if you want to go out for Chinese food this holiday and you don't feel like cooking Thanksgiving dinner, guess what? You can do that. And my mom has done that before. Excuse me. And it wasn't because there was a divorce happening. She and my dad just decided they were going to eat. I think you did. You guys did Chinese once or twice, uh, one, one or two years in a row. You went out for um, to dinner at a restaurant and nobody had to cook. And I think the only downside anybody came up with was there were no leftovers. Um, so you have your independence <clears throat> and you can celebrate that. Even if you are living in the home that you have been living in for a while, if you ended up with the home, but especially if you have relocated and you're living in a new place, 
you can make this a new home, make this a new experience in this home, in this dwelling. So if it's the house that you have been living in for a while and you haven't changed anything, this is a really good time to change some things. Now, everybody who knows me knows me knows that I will buy a gallon of paint or two or three. I will paint a room at the drop of a hat. And I know it's a week before Thanksgiving. You got a weekend coming up and maybe you're not going to go paint an entire room, but maybe you're going to paint a wall between now. And if you don't do it by Thanksgiving, maybe by Christmas or Hanukkah or whatever it is that you celebrate, Kwanzaa, whatever you celebrate. Um, but you can also just move your furniture around, move the furniture around, put your tree up. Hey, Wanda, put your tree up in a different place. We're talking about not letting divorce ruin the holiday. And we're just getting started with things that people can celebrate. And I talked about them celebrating their independence. And now I'm talking about their home, even if it's the home that you have been living in and you were divorced and now you're in the home and it's just you or it's just you and your children or your cat or your dog, paint a wall or move the furniture around, especially in the room where you do a lot of your celebrating. If it's possible, put the Christmas tree. If you put one up, put your Christmas tree in a different place in the room. Move the sofa around. Do something in that room so that it just gives it a different feeling if you're able to do that. And if not, Maybe you just get new throw pillows on your sofa or buy a throw for the sofa. Do something that starts changing the way this room looks so that it can help you change the way you feel when you're in the space. I think one of the, and I'm going to remember what show this was on. I think it was Queer Eye. Um, what's that show, mom? Uh, you know what? And I got to check. I'm going to see if my mom is actually able to be on here because she has been having problems with her sound. And I don't know if I can get, okay, let me see if uh, you see your speak button, but I just invited you to speak. Let me know if you see it. Okay, it worked. I can hear you. So go ahead and just mute yourself and I'm going to leave you there. <laughs> so just hit the mute button. There you go. I didn't realize till last show that she had wanted to say some things and I couldn't get her on. Uh, Wanda, if you were having that same problem, you're going to have to figure out a way to let me know. You can use that, that little, uh, emoji that my mom just put up with the mouth over his hand. <coughs> Excuse me. Okay. I was eating nuts right before the show. And I think one stuck in my throat. So celebrating, you're going to, you can celebrate new opportunities. Now, New opportunities could look like almost anything. And I know we just talked about even just eating out. And especially if you are by yourself, if you're by yourself, no kids, maybe you have a pet, maybe you have goldfish and you don't have a lot of family around or friends around that you, you are going to spend the time with, or maybe you don't want to, this might be a good night to take yourself out to dinner. Like get really dressed up and take yourself out to dinner. And I know that may sound crazy because it just depends on where you are with doing that. Um, me and my sister Tammy years ago used to tell her kids, you know, oh, we go to the movies by ourselves and we go to dinner by ourselves and we have date. And her daughters thought this was the strangest thing <clears throat> that they had ever heard. But we both still, still do that. Um, you can have a date night. 
And so if you're not really sure if being in the kitchen and cooking a dinner for the holidays is going to make you feel some sort of way, if you're going to feel depressed or sad about it, then maybe this is the year you don't do that. So figure out a way to celebrate the holiday in a way that's going to leave you feeling good about what you've done. And I'm going to get into some other things. I am tearing up and all sorts of stuff. I'm going to get into some other things a little bit later in, in this, this episode. Um, celebrate the relationships with your friends and loved ones. So if you aren't by yourself or you just, or you, you do have people that are close in close proximity, figure out, you know, let them know how you're feeling. First of all, let them know that you're struggling with this being the first holiday that you're going to be on your own or without your partner so that they understand what's going on. Because sometimes we go through these things and we look like we're functioning so well that people don't think there's a problem. They're like, oh, she's she's good. She's got it. She's strong. Or, you know, nothing, nothing. It's water off a duck's back with him. I talked to him last week and he was having a great time. So if you don't let them know that this is a difficult time for you, that you thought you were okay, or maybe you were okay, but the closer you get to the holidays, the more you're realizing this is going to be a struggle for you, you can then find out what other people are doing and see <clears throat> if those are things that you want to do. I'm always talking about journaling because having a gratitude journal or a what went well journal, I just think it's always a good thing. The opportunity to write, some people prefer typing, but that opportunity to write down what's going on with you is just always a good way to have that, uh, the ability to reflect later on. <clears throat> And focus on the things that are going well in your life outside of the holiday, because you may need that reminder so that you're not just looking at what doesn't feel right about the holiday. Go back a few months or just a week or a few days ago and just remind yourself, wait a minute. I know I've been through a divorce this year and it was really difficult and there were some challenging days, but one, I, I've gotten through it. Two, I'm, I'm making adjustments in other areas of my life <clears throat> and I'm finding ways to still, you know, have joy in my life and create new habits and new activities that, that I, you know, hadn't been doing before. And somehow I'm going to figure out a way to get through this holiday season doing the same thing. And so sometimes you need to show yourself what you've already done the things that you've already accomplished so that you can remind yourself that you can continue to do that even through the holidays. Um, it's really easy to, especially if you're a big holiday person, if Thanksgiving or Christmas or Hanukkah or whatever holidays you celebrate, <clears throat> if they were really big, important events in your life and you've had somebody with you to share them with or to, to do these things with, when they come up now, it can be really easy to make these catastrophic and to create all this trauma in your life. And so you may need to figure out a way to really just look at this subjectively and just pull everything back a little bit and go, yeah, it is a holiday. It's a holiday that has typically meant a lot to me. And at the same time, it's still 24 hours. That day is going to be 24 hours. Now, if you want to decorate for a week, fine. But each one of those days is still only going to be 24 hours. And what you want to figure out how to do is what do I need to do to get through each one of those days? So you don't look at it as this big chunk that you've got to manage right now. 
You're just going to get through one day at a time, one day at a time. So when you are feeling down, figure out the things that you need to do. Now, if you do have family and friends and they're just not close in close proximity, or even if they are, because sometimes you don't necessarily want to see people all the time, you can still communicate with them. Now, you have text messages and all that, but I think sometimes it's just good to hear a voice. And so maybe you take the initiative and pick the phone up and call some folks and figure out, maybe we can get together before the holiday and then you can decide what you want to do on the holiday. I mean, you're only a week away from Thanksgiving right now, so you probably have some ideas, but I bet you there are some people out here who really aren't 100% sure what they're going to do next Thursday for, for, for Thanksgiving. And so you get to decide what's going to work for you and just make sure you let people know so that um, if they were expecting you to be at their house next week and you decided you didn't want to go, it would be good to tell them sooner rather than later. And if you had not planned on going, but you'd like to go, this would be a good time to pick the phone up and call and see if that's possible. So take the initiative. It's going to also make you feel much better if you empower yourself to take those kinds of that kind of initiative. And I'm going to ask right now, <clears throat> I don't know if anybody on the call, hi, Rosalind, has, has had to deal with this personally. Um, I know my mom might have, but it's been a while. But you probably know friends and coworkers, and you can remember what their experiences were like going through their divorce or even the separation. And what are some of the things that you can remember them doing or you sharing with them that they might try so that the holidays won't be won't be sad, so that the holiday will still be something that they can look back on and have some good memories as well. And I'm going to wait to see if anybody jumps in here. And I still don't know if Wanda is able to get on. So Wanda, you may have to text my mom and tell her if you're having a problem because every now and then people's little um, prompts, they're telling me they're not seeing them and I can see them. So I don't know that anybody's having a problem because everybody looks like they're, let me see if I see any questions in here. Everybody looks like they're on. Okay, great. So keep think about that as, as I'm talking. And if there are things that you can remember that you've seen people who were in this situation do, or there were suggestions that you've had for people, or just some ideas because you've been around long enough to see them. <clears throat> now, another thing that you can do is, is give. I mean, that's kind of what the holidays are all about anyway, right? We're, we should be thinking about how we can give. And sometimes when you're not feeling good, when you're sad, when you're feeling a little lonely or maybe a little depressed, sometimes the best thing you can do is give to other people. So, so many things you can do here. Um, if you sew, you know, if you make little crafts, <clears throat> there are things that you can do and you might want to take them. You can find out if there is a shelter nearby for, for women or children. Now, one, one Christmas, my family, uh, we knew that there was a a private shelter for battered women in our vicinity. We contacted them. Uh, my niece at the time was about seven or eight. So we asked for someone who had a daughter about her age so that they would have somebody, she'd have someone to play with. And we had them over, mom was at, it was Christmas. It wasn't Thanksgiving, it was Christmas. And so we had this mother and daughter 
um, over to our home. We had to meet them in a private location because you weren't allowed to know where the center was located. And the rep from the center met me and we, they, we had them come to our house for Christmas and it was phenomenal. And so there are things like that you could do. That's kind of a, that's kind of, I'm not going to say extreme, but that's one of those things that a lot of people just wouldn't think about. Um, but other things you could do is volunteer your time. So maybe you have a church, your church, or a church in the area. Maybe there is a shelter where they need people to volunteer to serve food. Um, maybe you make some kind of a craft, felt blankets, and maybe you make five or 10 of those and you take those someplace where you can donate them and spend time with folks. Senior citizens home, senior citizen homes, nursing homes. Um, I'm trying to think of some other places. These are places where they are usually going to be really welcoming of folks being able to come in and volunteer when they need it, especially for like a holiday party or if it's something in the craft room. And this could be something that you do beyond the holidays. So you want to get in touch with the person who handles um, the, the client relations or crafts. Just call over and find out who the head of the, the service, the center is, and they'll direct you to someone. If there's something that you want to be able to do to volunteer and find out if that's a possibility. I know we have a community center here that does a lot of services for our seniors, and they are always looking for people who can come over there and volunteer. And they'll give you a list of things that they need volunteers for. So this is something that is really big because there are a lot of people in homes like that that don't really have family that are going to spend time with them. And so just being over there with them that day and being able to sit and have a conversation, it can lift your spirits uh, quite a bit. And I'm just looking down here, visit the elderly. Matter of fact, I had another note here, uh, animal shelters. Now I come from a family of, of we, we were dog owners. My grandparents had dogs. We've had them. We've had cats even though my mom is allergic. Um, but I don't know that I would ever think to volunteer at an animal shelter, but I know a lot of people who I'm thinking of Jeff and Rick right now. We have friends that are traveling. I think they're still traveling right now. And I am quite sure Rick and Jeff would be two people that would be excited about volunteering at an animal shelter. So um, as a matter of fact, Safari Park uh, is another place here in uh, Southern California where they have volunteers. Matter of fact, our friend Jeff does volunteer there and has for years now. So there are places that you can go, especially if it's something that you already have an interest in like animals. And this is a good time of year for you to put yourself out there and get involved in doing things like that because it will take you out of the normal, the your, your previous routine. It will take you out of your previous routine and give you uh, an opportunity to kind of see yourself in another light doing different things during that holiday. So your brain isn't automatically associating your behavior and your activities to what you were doing in the past because you'll be doing something completely different. So volunteering is huge. Matter of fact, I, I remembered to pull this book off the shelf. This is actually written by a friend of mine that I went to uh, college with. I went to Howard University. His name is Chris Cathcart. This is his first book. It's called The Lost Art of Giving Back, A Helpful Guide to Making a Difference. A Helpful Guide to Making a Difference, The Lost Art of Giving Back. I have to tell him I was promoing his book on the show today. And this book is all about volunteering. It's all about putting yourself in a place 
um, and situations where you're able to give back. And he's got some great ideas. It's not a big book at all, but it's a, it's got a lot of ideas in here that I think could help you. So something like that, get on Google um, so you can see what's in your community and something that's really local that you would be able to do if you want to volunteer. Um, I don't know that there's anything that's going to make you feel better than helping somebody else. It, it, you will go there to help them. And I'm almost sure you will end up being so blessed by it. You'll be wondering which one of you got more out of it. Cause it's usually a mutually beneficial experience when you get to do that. Um, be around positive people. Now this sounds like a no brainer, but you know, the holidays are usually that time of year where family stuff surfaces, right? What do they say? Holidays and weddings or weddings and funerals and holidays. And so be really mindful and intentional about who you spend your time with this holiday season, especially if you are already feeling like it's going to be difficult because it's the first experience, your first holiday after your divorce or while you're still going through your divorce. It's okay for you to take some people off of your list or limit the amount of time that you're going to be around them. So if there's a family member or a friend that you both used to spend time with and you already feel like this is going to be too awkward, excuse me, or too uncomfortable or just downright um, intolerable for you, then don't do it. And this sometimes is the most challenging thing for people because we tend to want to uh, still please or appease other people. And if they invite you over, there's that sense of feeling obligated. But it's really important right now that you do everything you can to care for yourself and to make sure that you are not putting yourself in, and I'm just going to put it like this, in harm's way. And that's not physical. That could be emotional, mental, or spiritual, where it's something that's going to make you feel bad. Um, you're going to go home and wish you hadn't gone. If it's not an emphatic yes, then it's a no. And I got that. There's a book by Greg McCowan, M-C-K-E-O-W-N, I think it is. Um, and it's called Essentialism. Essentialism. And in that book, he says, if it's not an emphatic yes, it's a no. And so that means if you get invited to something and you're like, oh, yeah, I know. Oh, boy, I really appreciate you. That's a no. <laughs> That's a no. And you can apply that to anything. You can apply that to pretty much anything. If someone asks you to do something for them and you know you really don't want to do it, or you're hemming and hawing, you're hemming and hawing about doing it, and you don't really want to go to this party or you don't really want to volunteer to do whatever this thing is, you can thank them for thinking about you and you can thank them for offering you this amazing opportunity because you're sure they're going to have a ball. And you can say, it's just not going to fit into my, my, my plans. That's a no. Or you can just say no. And now it's really funny. You're going to maybe feel some kind of way if you're not used to saying no to people and you're, yeah, people, Rosalind's clapping and you're going to see the look on their face when you say no, especially if you say no like this, you go, Oh, thank you for thing. That sounds so great, but I'm going to have to pass. That's going to be a no for me, but you have a great time and let me know you're shaking your head. Yes. While you're saying no, it really messes people up. <laughs> okay. Maybe something's wrong with me, but it does. But I got really good at that going to church when they kept 
wanting to invite me to join all of these different activities and clubs and groups and blah, blah, blah. And I started going, wow, that sounds really awesome. Thank you for thinking about me. I'm going to have to pass on that. It's just not going to fit into my schedule. But the other thing that happens when you say no to people is sometimes they get like offended or insulted, or you'll see this look on their face like, I can't believe she said no. Did he just say no? And you have to, you have to be steadfast. Let's just use that word and don't say anything else. Sometimes we get into trouble because we say no, and then we think we owe them this really long explanation about our no. No is a complete sentence. You don't need to put a paragraph behind it to make it make sense. You got that? So it is perfectly okay for you, especially in this time in your life, to get really clear about making sure that you're doing things that, yeah, they may make other people feel good, but that should not be the only motivation. You should be able to feel good about knowing these things. And until you do, it's okay for you to pass on these things, but don't put yourself in situations with people who are already toxic or who you've known to be toxic. And now you're just going to line yourself up for another toxic experience with them because it's the holidays. You will probably be better being by yourself. Even if you have to order out, And even if you have a a period where you have a crying spell, you'll probably be better off doing all of that by yourself than putting yourself in the line of fire with toxic people who are just going to make you feel even worse, right? So keep that in mind that it is the holidays and in our, you know, we're kind of socialized that, oh, you want to be around people. Maybe you do and maybe you don't, but you definitely want to be around the right people. So those are going to be people that are going to feed you and make you feel good. I don't mean food. People that make you feel good uh, about being around them and and about you showing up. Uh, They're going to be people who understand enough about your situation to to realize there's some things you may not want to talk about. So all of those things are important and, and you have to be the one that's setting the parameters for that because other people may not know what that looks like and it, and it may be awkward for them too. So keep that in mind. Let's see. Um, yeah, the positive energy. I think I had a lot of notes on that. Um, this could be a new beginning, you know, I, you know, if you can just kind of think to yourself, I, I did a, a really quick live earlier this evening. And I asked people to think about something from their past. And we touched on this last week, Wanda. Actually, I I mentioned you without mentioning you in my live. Something in your distant past that you really wanted to do and you never did. And I asked people to think about what it felt like when you think about that thing and you never did it. Like, do you now go, man, I wonder what it would have been like if I had at least tried it? Or now I regret not doing it. Or I look back on it and now I just don't even know what it would have been like. I, don't, I, I missed that entire experience. So that was the first thing. And then the second thing was, Wanda, what we talked about last week. What's something that you've been wanting to do and you've just been putting off? Matter of fact, you know what, Wanda, we could get an update on your, your art she shed. Your art studio she shed. What is something that you've been putting off? This is a really good time. If you're going through a divorce or you got divorced this year and this is your first holiday and you're really having some sort of angst, think about something that you have always wanted to do and you've been putting it off for a while. 
and figure out, is it a way for me to start doing that this holiday season? So maybe you pick up a new hobby this holiday season that you carry on throughout the year. Find something that you can do to mark this holiday uh, with something really positive and something different and something that's going to make you feel good. And it can be something that just carries on. So maybe you've always wanted to uh, learn to swim. So you can join a gym like tomorrow and start taking swimming lessons. Maybe you've wanted to, Wanda's thing is painting or her art to get back into that. Maybe you have always wanted to learn to sew. Find a Joanne fabric or someplace, go buy yourself a used machine at some local store and get online and Google sewing. Um, there is absolutely nothing wrong with you having takeout and spending all day on a holiday learning how to sew or starting, you know? So think outside of the box because you get to make the rules for your life. Nobody else gets to make the rules for your life. And if you can take this holiday season and turn it around and instead of making it about everything that you're not going to have from your past, bring some things into this holiday season that you're going to carry into your future. So I'm going to open it up again and see if anybody has anything to, to add. And while, while you're coming on, if there is anybody, I want to draw your attention to two things. I think I already mentioned next week's show is going to be on Wednesday and not Thursday because we are having Thanksgiving at uh, some friends. And so I don't want to have to leave the dining, the dining room and go find a bedroom to do the show. Although I did think about it. Think of things that you can do for yourself. And if you're listening to this and this is not your experience, you haven't been divorced or you didn't just get one or you're not in the middle of one. Um, but maybe you have a friend or a family member who just went through a divorce this year. Um, refer them to the show. Tell them to check in on Saturday. I should have it up for the replay. Um, but have a conversation with them and find out what is it that they need this year? What is it that you can do to help them get through this holiday season and not just, you know, kind of just get through it, but to get through it and feel like they can rejoice on the other side of it. Like they can come out of it and go, you know what? I'm really going to be looking forward to holidays moving forward because I see that they'll be different than they've been in the past. And they can still be phenomenal. They can still be joyful. They can still be full of love. It's going to look different and it's going to feel different. But different is not necessarily a bad thing. So we got to figure out how to make different fabulous. So if we don't have anybody that wants to comment, I didn't see my mom un unmute here. I don't know if I can unmute you. So I didn't see you unmute and I didn't see anybody else come up. So I just want to thank everybody for being here tonight. Definitely. Um, Come back in and check out some of the previous the previous shows. I will be doing another show in a couple of weeks on the holidays. I wanted to get one in before Thanksgiving and one in before Christmas or Kwanzaa or whatever it is you, you might be celebrating coming up at the end of the year. New Year's, matter of fact, for a lot of people um, is, is a huge holiday because they've been out, you know, partying with friends every year for New Year's for a while. And this year it might look a little different. So I wanted to make sure I got one in before Thanksgiving and then another one in after. So thanks everybody for being here tonight. Good night, everybody. Thank you for listening to my series, Divorce is Not a Destination. 
You can connect with me on Facebook and Instagram at Divorce Is Not A Destination. And if you enjoyed this episode, recommend Divorce Is Not A Destination to your family and friends. Be sure to join my live audience and see upcoming shows by registering for access here at Fireside. That's firesidechat.com backslash Lisa Summer Hour. L-I-S-A-S-U-M-M-E-R-O-U-R. Catch replays here on Fireside or your favorite streaming channel. Until next time, remember, your life, your journey, and divorce is not a destination. Live on Fireside.